Awesome. Yeah, so we're just going to start now. Okay. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Cruising with Anu podcast. I'm excited here to have Mary Ann. Yay! <laughs> Thank you so nice much, Mary for joining me today. Thank nice you so to much. Nice to see you again. Thanks for having me. Yeah, nice to see you too. Yeah, so today we're going to be talking about like therapy. I've mm-hmm. been we've been talking about I've been talking about that for like I think since two weeks ago. Yeah. And thank you so much for contributing on on the Instagram story the day I, I posted. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. It was a very like interesting topic. It's something that um I also think about myself and I have these conversations with um like my family and friends because yeah. you know, like the, the world we live in now, like things are, you know, mental health is at the forefront of things right so it's a it's a conversation that definitely has come up before so and it's something that I am passionate about as well um that is like I, I want everyone to be operating at their best right operating at their like optimum frequency so um when it comes to the well-being of people is something I'm very interested in that's awesome yeah even me myself I actually okay so I I did not believe in therapy before Mm-hmm. I'm going to be very honest. I think that was like some years ago. I didn't really yeah. believe that. I always believed that, yeah, you know, just I don't believe in those things. You mm-hmm. just pray and get yourself together. Like, you know, get someone you talk to. You know, you yeah. don't really have to get someone that is licensed or like a professional, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Um, I mean, that's not bad. But I also believe that like getting someone that is like licensed and just you know, good for your well-being is really yeah. important. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, we're going to go straight into that. So what okay. do you think? Do you think it's, do you believe it's very important, especially for like believers um, to pursue therapy? Uh, I'll ask, start off by saying, yes, it is important for believers and anybody really to yeah. pursue therapy when you identify the need for it, right? So there are certain situations where, especially if the person becomes self-aware, then you realize that there are certain areas of your life that you need help with. Um, Some of the issues can be dealt with by talking to like your core group of friends, like your, your mentors, the people that you trust to guide you in life. And also as a believer, you know, reading the word and praying and um, seeking the insight of, you know, the Holy Spirit, letting the Holy Spirit guide you. However, there are some times that um, whatever they are trying to work through, the concept might be very vague, right? So you need help in understanding exactly what you're going through so I am a proponent for everyone and believers getting therapy because therapy is a tool it's not something that you should do forever and ever and ever and ever like if you are with a therapist and the therapist um, recommends you to you know be in therapy till thy kingdom come then that is just a money grab then the therapist is not really you know offering you therapy to help you because therapy is for it's, it's a tool to equip you with the information that you need to overcome your certain um, the certain circumstance they are dealing with the certain issue you're dealing with and also yeah. know how to navigate it in the future if it does come up once in a while right so um it is very important in the sense that we cannot walk alone in life like no man is an island and mm-hmm. we need help 
And so the type of help that we need depends on the situation that we are dealing with. So we also have to be discerning in identifying what type of help we need, when we need it, and how long we need it for. Hmm. Awesome. You know, like there are some people, they, they don't even know something is necessarily wrong. Mm-hmm. There's some people that are like, they'll probably, some people will probably be listening to this and they're like, what are these people saying? It's not making sense. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. they're like, I don't need therapy. I don't need. So I also think a question I wanted to ask is how, like, how do people even, how would people even know they need therapy? I don't, know if, very good I, I don't know if that makes yes. sense. Really, yeah, yes, yeah. that makes sense. It's a very good question because, um, a lot of people deal with that. Um, and there are various factors that go into it. So I can say, like, first of all, it depends on the um, level of comfort your um, core um, team. So when I say core team, I mean, like, your close friends, your um, family, people that you um, connect with, people that you trust. So trust is very important, people that you trust. Mm-hmm. If they aren't really open to the idea of, um, therapy if it's something that is not really discussed if you are not being pushed to explore different ways of getting help um, and if it's a if it's a concept that is not really embraced then you would tend to lean towards not going for therapy but if you are with a group of people that you know would always say you know if you have an issue go talk to someone go talk to someone that's licensed go for therapy and um, pursue that path then the person would want to do, go for therapy. However, for me, I would say when when you identify you need therapy is when there's a particular issue or a situation that is recurring. So it is mm. you see you see the pattern. It's a pattern. You see the pattern over and over again. Maybe not in maybe not just in your life, but also in like people you trust, so like your parents. You know your siblings. You know really um really family because that's where you see patterns most of the time right um the bloodlines and everything so when you see that pattern and then you identify what it is and when i say identify what it is you may you may not know exactly what the name of the situation is but you know that it's a pattern and then you um make an inference as to okay what type of issue am i dealing with here is it something that i can readily fix by reading a book so that's where self-development comes in. So if you yeah. identify a particular pattern in your life, then there's probably a, a resource out there. So right now, like there are so many resources out there. It could be podcasts like this one. It could be um, an audiobook. It could be articles, you know, when you search on Google, it could be books as well. So when the first thing searching on Google, which you also have to be careful because Google can give you so many answers but at least you get yeah. something and so using the book as an example when you use a book that goes through like using an issue such as anxiety and breaks it down um i would say 10 out of 10 they would mention therapy depending on the context in which the anxiety is being discussed in the book right so when you read the book then you you see the topic of therapy come up once in a um, multiple times as a concept then now the idea is like subconsciously planted in you and then you can go further and 
say, okay, I want to seek out a therapist and then you find a therapist. Um, it's now, therapy is more accessible now than it has been yeah. since I was born really. Um, but it's more accessible. You can find them on social media. You can find them online. You can find them in like community, um, community social and community centers that you know cater to like the um, the community and the mental health of the community as well. And you can even find like free um, sessions. Uh, depending like so you can test it out first before you know okay is this really what I need and things but the only way you would know that you need therapy is if you explore the issue that you're dealing with so you mm. want to find out more about the issue you're dealing with you may not necessarily want to fix it you just want to understand what what is going on so as a Christian when you're trying to understand what you're dealing with you might delve into bible study and then with bible study and then maybe talking to um you know a a pastor someone you trust someone who is strong in faith that you trust it may come up you know that therapy is an option during your conversations with them or like while you're doing your bible study you're praying about it you know and you're being discerning it can also drop in your heart that you know therapy can be an option so it can be it can come about in different ways but utilizing the resources that you have at hand talking to people you know searching the internet reading books um resources yeah. those are the things that would steer you in the direction you need to go yeah wow i think you actually like really give good points on on those mm-hmm. things because I, I i also believe that one of the ways you can know is when you when things are just not going well when mm-hmm. certain things are not going well when certain characters like for example i was watching not really watching. I saw something on on Twitter about a guy that was like, okay, he actually did not know he had issues with relationships until we went to a therapy and he started realizing that yeah, this I is a better way. Yeah, yeah, this is the better way for him to actually like handle his relationship. Yeah, and yeah, I also believe that asking questions, like I think you already said, having like good friends around you, having good people mm-hmm. that are able to you know tell you this is what is wrong, this is what you need to work on. And then you start realizing, okay, three or four more people has already said this. Then it's time mm-hmm. to actually like work on exactly. it and see what I need yeah. to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I believe someone that is self-aware would see a need for therapy. Someone that is self-aware yeah. and sees this is something that is an issue that I need to work on. So, yeah, thank you so much for, for those points. Yeah, thank welcome. you. So I also wanted to ask, I know another thing mm-hmm. that we're talking about was so getting a therapy now and for someone that's okay, yeah, now I see what you guys are saying. I want to go into therapy, but yeah. I am confused. Like, I don't know if I should go for a Christian therapist specifically just because of the values, you know, like the mindset, the mm-hmm. belief system and, and all of those things. Should I go for a Christian therapist or should I just, you know, go for anyone that is like licensed or professional like what is your thought on that so when it comes to choosing a therapist first of all I always advise don't just choose any therapist that you see it's kind of like how you you have to approach it like how you approach shopping right so when you go shopping the first piece of clothing that you pick up is probably not the first thing that you buy 
you might eventually buy it, but you tr try on other things first, then you come back to the first um, article and say, okay, this one really fits me well. I'm going to buy this dress or shoe or whatever um, article of clothing it is. So when it comes to therapy, um, you have to, first of all, identify what you need. If you don't know what you need, then you wouldn't be able to identify the type of therapies that you need. So mm. like I said, once you identify a pattern, you're still using anxiety as an example. You identify a pattern and, you, have, and you, know, you talk to people and you know your core team also says, oh, we've identified this as well. And then therapy comes into play and you're reading books and then you finally get a name for it. You might not even have a name for it, but you might have a phrase to describe the, the feelings that you have. Then looking for a therapist, like the internet is a very good resource. Everything that you need, like nowadays, is online. Or you can call like um, resource centers. So if you call like the Family and Youth Services Center in your area, and you say you're looking for a therapist that deals with you know this type of issue, they'll be able to refer you. So if you search using that parameter, like maybe like using anxiety, that parameter online, and you search different type of therapists that um, deal primarily in anxiety or you know they've done more research and they are very good with anxiety then you test them out most um therapists would always have like a you know if it's not free if it's not a free session then it's going to be a you know a low fee session to just see if test them out and see if the relationship works well so First of all, don't just pick any therapist. Secondly, make sure that the therapist you pick is licensed and is well-versed in, in the situation that you want clarity on or the situation you want help with. And then the third thing is when it comes to either a Christian-based therapist or someone who is a Christian, first of all, there are so many therapists in this sphere that wouldn't call themselves christian therapists right okay. but they are christians you you, you get what i mean they are christians there are some who would put christian therapy because um, they are a subset of people in the world of our population that want their therapists to be they want to know that they are christian they want to know that they you know they are offering them sound advice and and also the training for those type of therapists they are trained with the word so they are trained with you know offering advice and offer suggestions to their clients in addition to providing them like a verse a bible verse that goes with that advice as well but then that is not the conventional um like psychology training in most universities but that doesn't mean that a christian hasn't trained um at that university and is now a therapist right so mm. um depending on your issue so if you say like for example look at the issue of divorce and you want to approach it from a biblical standpoint if that is what you want if that is what you need like I said it's like going shopping if that is what you need then you find a Christian therapist who deals with divorce and you go with that therapist however if you are not particular about the Christian tag then you go with another therapist but the bottom line or the um, common thing that you should look for is a good therapist a licensed therapist an expert in the field so you don't want to 
um, go to a quack therapist. You don't want to go to someone who isn't trained or who doesn't know what they're doing. It's the same way yeah. if you go to the, if you're sick, you go to the hospital. If you notice that the doctor is a quack doctor, you would move to another hospital, right? You wouldn't mm-hmm. stay there. So it's the same thing if you are with a therapist that you think, you know, you're, you're not getting what you need then you try something else. You don't have to stay there, Amen. right? So it so to answer your question, it depends on what the person, the client needs. If the client needs a Christian therapy therapist because they want um, advice and they want solutions based on the Bible, based on God's word, then they can go with that. However, if it's if they're just looking for someone to help them break down the issues that they're dealing with, then they should look for therapists who are experts in that field or that who area. specialize in that in that area and then go with them. But most importantly, make sure that the person they're working with is licensed, is a specialist in the field and knows what they're doing. Right. Yeah, I think that's a that's a perfect answer to oh. the question. <laughs> like yeah, because because I believe that it's it's the matter of preference like you said like if mm-hmm. whatever it is that is pertaining to your situation if you think this is the person i want to go with because maybe you've tried them once and you're like yeah this mm-hmm. person matches what i'm what i'm looking for absolutely like there are some apps as well that i've also done a little bit of research on they would actually mm-hmm. ask you if that's what you want they ask you do you want a christian therapist yes exactly yeah and you can you can choose that option mm-hmm. and and i think that's that's great in such a way that that shouldn't be a reason why someone would say, oh, I don't want to go in there because, a, you know, I'm looking for a Christian therapist and there's mm-hmm. none. So in case if the person specifically wants that, there are actually some companies that would re- re- ask you, that is that what you want? Do you want a Christian yeah. therapist? And you choose that. And if you want, no, you don't want that person. You want someone that would specifically help you with, trauma or like whatever it is that you know is going on in one's life so yeah i think Mm -hmm. i think that's a that's a very awesome answer to that yeah and there's also something important that i should mention is the fact that with christian therapists and conventional therapists there you would always find good and bad in both camps right there's, there's there's going to be a bad Christian therapist. There's going to be a bad conventional therapist. Therapy. So you have to be discerning to know which one you need because, and we know this as believers, like it's not everyone that says they believe that that is actually preaching the gospel. You know that, right? So you have to know what works for you. Like personally, I've had that, um, I've had moments in my life when I've been like, you know, swayed, in one way or the other, like, you know, as a believer. And I had to then descend, okay, is this the right place for me? Is this relationship good for me? Do I need to stay here? Like being self-aware is very, very important. Before we even go into how do I, how can I help myself? How can I fix this? Being self-aware is the most important thing because when you're self-aware, then you have a direction that you know that your life is going towards. But if you're not self-aware, you're just like, you know, you're like a reed in the wind. When the wind blows, you're just going this way and that way. But when you know where you are, where you are headed, it's like, you know, a compass. You, a compass you find through north and you just focus on true north and you just keep on going. So there are um, good and bad eggs everywhere. You just have to know, you know, be able to identify them and know yeah. which one, you know, to go with. 
Awesome. Thank you so much. Do you have any You're advice welcome. right now for someone that is just in like going through depression, going through one thing or the other, just like going through life, you know, how lonely I can only speak for Canada because that's where we are yeah. right now. You know, how lonely yeah. Canada can be like just someone yeah. that is in a state whereby it's a strange one that they've never yeah. gone into. Do you have any advice for such people? First of all, I want to say like, I can relate to them. I've been there life happens and loneliness creeps in without you even knowing it but the one thing I would advise anybody going through trauma something mental related or it doesn't even have to be mental related it could be um, you know physical as well you name it is don't isolate yourself Whenever you're going through certain issues, you just tend to feel like no one understands me. I don't know if they will you know, embrace me when I share my issues with them or when I share what, what I'm going through. And then we tend to isolate ourselves. Even though we have like people who want to walk in this journey of life with us, who are there for us, who are cheering us on, but we just tend to push them away. Sometimes you wouldn't even know that you've pushed them away. You just think you're preserving yourself. You're just being quiet. You don't want to really talk to anyone. Or you might say, oh, I'm having a retreat with myself. And they're like, oh, I'm, I'm just quiet. I just need to be quiet at this moment. Isolation is what is going to pull you away from the help that you need. Because when you're isolated, all you hear is the negative thoughts in your head around you. Because the words that we speak daily is actually less than the words that we think daily. So the negative thoughts are just like going like 3,000 miles a minute. And then your the, the positive speech that you probably should tell yourself to like um, negate the negative speech is probably going like maybe 500 miles a minute. So if you have somebody that is working with you, you have some a confidence that you can share what's going what's going on in your life by saying it out then they they block the negative stream because then they pour into your life with um, positivity and apart from pouring into your life with positive uh, positive words they also identify can clearly identify what you need it's like if you're sick and you isolate yourself indoors you're not going to you're not going to get better right but if you have your friend and you tell your friend oh i'm sick i'm not feeling well then the friend is like okay I'm going to get a cab, we're going to go to the emergency and from there, or maybe we'll go to a walking clinic, then we'll get some drugs and the friend is there to help you. They'll help you walk into the cab, you walk into the hospital, they come back home with you, they make sure that you're well-fed, they make sure that you're taking your medication. And then when they see that they're turning around the corner and you're, like, you're getting better, you're doing better, then they can take a back seat and say, okay, now she's equipped to take care of herself. But when you isolate yourself, we don't get the help that we need. So isolation is the one thing that we shouldn't let creep in. And it's not easy, um, speaking from experience as well. Um, it feels, in the, it, when you isolate yourself, it feels like it's the best self-love ever, but it, it's a lie. Uh, you know, like in that moment to you, it feels like ignorance is bliss, but push against it push against the isolation if your body is telling you oh i just need to be 
quiet. I just need to pull myself away from people. That's a lie. Be with people. Community and communion with people. It's it is very, very healing. Because it can even get like it can even be 50% of the healing that you need before you get the remaining 50%. Because it's through community that you can find, oh, you know, I prayed about this issue and it's helped. Why did you pray about this? I read this um, verse in the Bible and it helped me. Why don't you read the Bible? Follow me to Bible study. Why don't you go see this, you know, person? Let's talk to this person about it. Or I know someone who is going through this or who went through this. I'll connect you with that person. So connection and you know, personal community and have trust in your core team. Trust, like trust is very important. Trust the people around you. You have the, like, they are your close friends for a reason, their family for a reason. So trust them and let them take care of you. Don't isolate yourself. Wow. Thank you so much. That was really yeah, deep. Welcome. And, and yeah, I definitely agree. You cannot continue to remain the same place and expect a no. different result. Yeah. Exactly. So you definitely yeah. need people. And 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 I think I agree with that. Many people are like, oh yeah, but I don't really like going out. I don't really like doing things. It, I get that as well. It's hard, especially as adults. Um, life happens. Everyone is busy. Everyone is taking care of their own, you know, immediate needs, taking care of their yeah. family. But a five-minute conversation is still better than not talking at all. You know, True. you can schedule to talk to someone because we are so busy you can schedule a time that you need to talk to someone it's the same way if you schedule a time to talk to your parents you know you know we're in Canada long distance so um, time difference yeah. so you know there are specific times of the day that you, you talk to your parents it's the same thing schedule time with your friends schedule time with your core people and also schedule time to actually communion with them so if that means like going out to brunch with your girlfriend or you know going to the gym or whatever but if that is how you guys choose to spend time schedule the time and do it I feel like that that yeah. helps especially as we are all busy like time management <laughs> if you are managing your time at work also manage your time with your friends manage your time with your family and it's going to help you be sane and keep like a positive baseline in life. Isolation, it goes both ways. If you, if you are going through something bad and you isolate yourself, it's not good. But if your life is great and then you isolate yourself, it's not good as well. So mm. isolation can always tend to be negative. So deep. <laughs> I, was just, I was speaking from experience as well. True. <laughs> because I've experienced yeah. both sides of the coin, right? Yeah, because so, you're going through something great. You never know what God is using you for at that moment to help someone else mm-hmm. that is in depression or that is like going through something, like sharing your yeah. story or like just helping someone else, like yeah. giving or something like that. You never know. So just mm-hmm. being just being like, okay, yeah, I'm just going to keep this to myself or no, I don't want anyone else. You know, like th- there's an excuse where people say, oh, no, I don't want my own burden on someone else i don't want someone someone else is already going through things so let me i'd rather keep quiet and and just keep to myself and i don't think that is is right even though that's what many people tend to fall into like that's usually an excuse yeah yeah it's not right i get you know not burdening a stranger 
or an acquaintance. Let's let's say let's put it that way, an acquaintance. So an acquaintance, this person is not your friend, but you are friendly, right? It might be more social. And then and when you see each other, it's like, hey, hi, it's been a while. How have you been doing? Nice to see you again. And then that type of person, you wouldn't want to burden them. But when you have, when you've defined your friendships with people, when, you've t- when you tell this person, look, you're you are part of my core team in my life. Those people, you've given them the authorization that they can come and dump on you when they're burdened and then you dump on them. So if there's an agreement, like it's a social contract between you guys, like, okay, this is how deep our friendship goes. So this is how deep our connection goes. Then that authorization is already there. So you can dump on each other, but you just, you just don't go dump on um, like an acquaintance or someone you just met or like a social friend, you know, that trust hasn't been built into the relationship. But when you define your friendship, um, and this is something that, you know, as we're getting older, as I, or as I am getting older, I'm learning to, do, to be better at, you know, um, defining the, um, the friendships and sharing with those friends the things that matter, you know. Even though we don't talk all the time, but when we talk, I know that I'm in a safe space to say, oh, this is what I've been going through, you know, and this is how I've been going through it. And then... It, it's also a safe space for them to say this is what this is what's happening right creating that safe space for each other so that in the future when you're going through things you can safely come dump like mind dump or like puts i never know use the word dump because it's like you're burdening trauma the person dump. but yeah not trauma dump or you're not burdening the person but you know sharing what you're going through yeah you know, they say a problem shared is half solved half solved yeah. right so when you share it with someone even even if the person doesn't have the solution, but the person has heard you and the person validates your feelings, you know, that makes you feel better in a way, you know, and then yeah. you know that at least you're not alone. So if the person doesn't hear from you in a while, the person knows, oh, because she's going through X, Y, Z, that's why I haven't heard from her. So the person can then, you know, reach out to you and say, hey, wake up, like what's going on? Don't let this drag you down, even though they don't have a solution, but at least they can, they stand in the gap for you, right? Hmm. Wow. So I definitely have to invite you again. So I hope you I hope you say yes. <laughs> I guess. Well, like it depends on the topic. So it's something that I like talking about. Like, so my background is um my major bio was biology, my minor in psychology, but I am very interested in people. So one of my favorite things to do is just talk to people about life. That's in awesome. any way that I can. Um because and older people as well, because that's the best way you learn. You learn from others' mistakes, right? Yes. Um, and also, I am a life coach. So I'm a certified life coach. Um, wow. That's, that's awesome. So I, what I do is I help people um, design their purpose-driven life. So it's just helping people. I don't give advice. I don't tell you this is what you need to do. But... We are going through life and we have a couple of things that we want to do, things that we are trying to figure out, but it's like, it's all murky in our heads and it's, you know, it's chaotic, right? Mm -hmm. And then a life coach would just, or a coach would just help you like put it down on paper and, you know, organize it. It's like, you know, Lego. If you dump a bowl of 
the box of Legos on the floor. It doesn't look like anything until you put them together and then you can make like, you know, a Star Wars ship or Disneyland or whatever you name it. So that's how like thoughts are in our head. So as a coach, I help people organize their thoughts and, you know, in a way organize their life as well. But it's based on what the person wants to do. So I don't tell the person, oh, you need to do this and this is how you need to do it. I can help yeah. you with like optimizing your time. I can help you with like arranging um, the priorities of the goals that they are working towards. But at the end of the day, it's pushing people towards self-awareness, pushing people mm. towards that point where they can yeah, say, okay, this is what I want to do in my life. How do I get there? And then I say, well, for you to get there, these are the tools that you need to help you get there. And then when you use those tools, you identify what you need to do, then you move on in life. Because I see that in our, in our world of today, people are in self-aware. There's no self-awareness. So any advice that is thrown out there, people are just grabbing on it. If they say this is the best thing, you know, yeah. best thing is sliced bread. That's how trend works. This is what's trending. We jump on it. This is the new music in town without students. This is the new makeup oh, we are on it. But if you don't know yourself, if you don't know what you want, if you don't know the things that you know make you happy, the things that make you um, dance in the mirror, the things that make you buzz with joy from within, then anything everybody anybody um, recommends to you, you're just going to take it. But when you're self-aware, you can easily say, no, thank you. That's not for me. And then you wow. go for what's for you. Yeah. Okay, so are you <laughs> taking any bookings right now? <laughs> yeah, so I've been doing this more with like my community. So um, okay, I'm, you definitely see me push putting more out there on social media in the coming weeks. But yes, I do take bookings and I do help um, work okay. with um, clients um, over a period of time, a defined period of time. But like I said earlier, maybe a booking a therapist is, it also applies to booking a coach make sure that the person is the right fit for you so even as a coach i make sure that the client is the right fit for me right so can i mm. help the clients like if the person is dealing with you know an issue that needs therapy then i'm not going to i'm not a therapist so i'm not going Makes to sense. coach that client then i just say what you need is therapy i advise you to seek out you know therapy by following these resources you know I know this um, therapist, or you can find a therapy by um, following this resource. So okay. that's how it works, really. But yes, I am taking bookings. Yeah. Okay. So for someone who is going to be listening to this right now and would like mm -hmm. to reach out to you, you know, like contact you, like how can they find you? And yeah, okay. just let us know. Yeah. That so if someone, is, if someone would like to con connect with me, um, you can send me at, an email at thecoachmaryann at gmail.com. Uh, you can also find me on Instagram at thecoachmaryann as well. Um, so either way, but an email is the best way. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. So that's all the questions I have for now. Like I really love yeah. your points and I'm pretty sure everyone that will be listening to this will definitely learn something Thank uh, you. from Thank this you conversation. For, Thank you for having me today oh, you're uh, very welcome. To say, yeah, you are doing a good job with the podcast oh, and, like, I do thank you so much so 
Great job. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. All right. That will be everything. Thank you so much for everyone that will be listening. Please do contact Marianne if you need a life coach. She already mentioned where you can be able to reach out on Instagram and also on our Gmail as well. Thank you to everyone and have a lovely week. Bye. Bye.